Good morning, Vietnam. No, I'm just kidding. Good morning, beautiful faces, wonderful folks, awesome peeps. How are you doing today? Listen, I need you to go ahead and bring it on in, bring it on in, bring it on in. In the proverbial door of the Mind My Business Studios. Listen, today... If you're not sure what you've clicked on, if you kind of just open this link on a whim, first of all, thank you very much. Second of all, put all of your worries, cares, anxieties, burdens down, not by the riverside, that's for Sunday, but put them at the door along with your brassiere if you're off today, t-shirt or your shoes because you're walking into something special. <laughs> that's right. And that's my opinion. And that's my business. And I'm sharing it with you this morning. Today is the 25th episode. Excuse me. I digress, 26th episode, ninth season of something pretty awesome, something amazing, something rare. Not rare as in this a rare podcast because we have a lot of podcasts out there, but it's rare because it's mine and how I do what I do that the Lord helps me to do oh so well. But it's that episode, that season of the Just Jazz podcast. Come on in here. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Good morning to you. All right. Now, now that we've gotten the pleasantries out the way, how are you doing today? And I mean that. Have you checked in on yourself yet? Are you just waking up, scratching your backside, heading to the bathroom? If so, I hope that you've had well rest, rejuvenation, relaxation, reinforcement, refreshment, encouragement to all of those spaces near, dear, few and far between connected to your system. Okay, every bone, muscle, joint, vessel, vein, capillary, cavity, artery, aorta, whatever you got. Okay. I hope it's been amazing for you, your rest for the evening. If not, as always, the resolution and I pray in consecration that he gives me what to say that gives you all the resonatory spirit, energy, fuel, fervor, gas, but the good kind, not the other one that's based out of the chemical known as methane that comes out of your tooth. Okay, not that one. But the gas as far as fuel motivation and what you need to make this day. Now, around here, if you don't know, first of all, today is Tuesday. And not only that, it's Tuesday, February 21st, 2023. Down here in the southeastern corner of the world, we celebrate a thing called Mardi Gras. If you don't know what that is, it is a New Orleans-based party. Okay? it's That's it. It's a big party full of gold, green, purple, beads, boobs for the people that flash. Not my, not my thing. Um, parades, floats, again, parties, beverages, food, beignets, powdered sugar, fried goodness. Oh my, if you celebrate that, if you know anybody that celebrates that, you are excited for this time of year. Coolest crawfish galore. Okay. Um, today's the actual observed holiday. So actually we actually close stuff for that day. My job, surprisingly for the holiday known as Mardi Gras, we are actually only in for half a day. Bless this name. Cause it is like I needed that half a day. Thank you very much. And that's awesome. So yeah, the banks are closed. Like it's a, it's a thing down here. So yeah, Google that. Learn you something this morning. If you're surprised about that, if you're from another different region of the uh, country, that is a thing down here. Yeah get into it also um today is just a good day i woke up i actually had a weird dream that kind of made me make myself wake up so i've been up since about four twenty. okay um i didn't like it i didn't like the dream it wasn't a good time so i was like yeah it's time for me to get on up uh and even if it isn't it is now okay so sometimes and we're getting to a crux here. We're getting to a crossroad. We're getting to the schematic theme. We're getting to the point of today's episode. Follow me, follow me, follow me. Sometimes 
You need that shaking. Jen, what are you talking about? I'm, I don't want a milkshake. I don't want that type of shaking. Let me help you. No one does. It's not, it's not the best feeling. It's not the most comfortable feeling in the world. Never ever is, but it's always necessary. Let me go back and say the theme again for somebody that was fussing at the child. Sometimes you need the shaking. Let me say it again for somebody that kind of set the phone down while they were driving and they missed that. Sometimes you need the shaking. Let me go ahead and say it for the one in the back that just set the phone down while you were pooping. Sometimes you need the shaking. Okay? In life, there are always curveballs. There's always something that's going to be misaligned. There's always going to be something you're going to have to do. There's always going to... To be something that you're going to have to fight through, sojourner through, travail through, face, conquer, overcome, triumph over. You see the progression? See how it goes from sojourner, you know, travail, work through, then it progresses to the segue of, you know, conquer, overcoming, triumphant. Just like a car, when you have the gas meter and it's empty, then it goes to quarter, and then it goes to half, then it goes to three quarters, and it goes to full. You have to go through all those spaces to get to the full, to get to the fullness. Same thing with life. Sometimes it takes the shaking, the rocks in the road, unexpected, unexpected traffic. It takes the curveball of, you know, I say it all the time, those nuances, those things that we just don't agree with in the spaces of life, the death, the grief, the illness, the sickness, the turmoil, the worration, the irritation, the agitation, you know, for the ones that feel like they have them, the player haters, which they don't really play anything into my existence because I don't give them that space. That's not what I, you know, power through with. Now, I can definitely, you know, agree agree with and kind of, you know, lean in and rely on the concepts of grief and illness and sickness. That's more my speed, death, you know. Those are things that have happened here in the recent years more so than I like to enumerate or count, okay? But it's even in those spaces, even in that sadness, even in, you know, seeing what grief does to my family sometimes, seeing the, you know, the... And I and let me can I say this? Seeing how some people have gotten support through the same things I've suffered through alone, that also lets you know the progression of a family. And preferences. We've talked about that last week. I'm not gonna get into that. But you know, sometimes you can go through something yourself. I mean, and thank God you get through it alone. But sometimes you shouldn't. And sometimes I see people that are going through something and it's a very similar valley. It's a very similar road and I've been through it, but I was in a space where I had to go through it by myself. I didn't get the hugs. I didn't get the phone calls. I didn't get the texts. Nobody was saying, you know, I mean, it's always the the obligatory and I'm just stating for informational transparency. It's all good. It's all good. I love you. I'm just talking. Okay. But you know, you know, it, it's, and again, this is for IT informational transparency. Write it down. So um, I just noticed that the same things that I faced, I didn't get all that. You know, um, I remember one time I was at my aunt's house and we were visiting. I think it was like three months after my dad passed. Again, this is for IT informational transparency. We're gonna put our bro- a big girl hats on and not get offended, okay? But um, I actually started talking about my dad and I teared up. And I remember one of my cousins said, "What's what, what she doing?" And then, you know, and then my aunt said, well, she's crying. And then nobody came and put their hand on my back. It was very awkward for a second. And I'm going to be honest with you. They kind of pissed me off because when you see someone who is just kind of 
lost her parent, specifically the one that the son, let me tell you something. And to this day, nobody can tell me that Mr. Arthur Aaron Smith, the son did not listen. Nobody could tell me that the son wasn't halfway created for him. So when you have that status or when you have that quotation of um, the sun rises and sets on someone, not that he was an idol because daddy didn't play that, you know, you're going to believe in the Lord and you're going to love him in this household. So that was first and foremost. And then God, family, country. If you knew him, then you knew, so apply it. But it was awkward for a second. And for the longest time, I just I didn't understand why no one came around and put their arm about I listen I had just lost my father three months ago I you know carded my kids who at the time were let me do the math that was 2017 um they were seven and three at the time and we went over to visit and I'm just like then I thought about it like later like why did that have to be an awkward moment not realizing that, but in that nuance, in that microcosm, bring it on in. Remember, IT, informational transparency. That's a shaking. That was the first in many semblances, many instances, many events, many occasions where God Himself was resting in on my shoulder as like the little angel, you tap, tap, tap. This is your transition to know that you're going to have to go through this by yourself. Mounds of love around you. People love you. They're amazing. They feel like you're the, you know, you're hotter than fish grease, you know, the bees knees, cat's pajamas. But this is one of those things that you're going to have to go through by yourself. And also, this also let me know, let me into the nuance of sometimes people don't know how to tap into that or they're not really comfortable in tapping into that level of emotion in the moment or they just don't feel like it and they just won't. That's, I mean, that's a rock good reality. Some people don't know how to tap into. They know how to tap it. Can I be real? Can IT, informational transparency. If you give it offended, it's because there's truth in that. But just study that for yourself. Show yourself, approve, and examine that. If you're getting offended, it's because you need to fix that. Okay? I'm not a standard by any means, but that's just normally, if we get offended, that means there's some truth in it and you didn't expect it. However, not the issue burden, the problem here. Informational transparency. Grab the nugget. Grab it, grab it, grab it. Okay? Um, But those times when you have those moments and it's awkward and it shouldn't be or you know somebody's energy is off there's a reason for that and also sometimes when that happens again those are nuances and microcosms of what's called the shit there's a whole lot of shaking going on there you go that's the that's the theme for today there's a whole lot of shaking going on sometimes it's in a good way in the boudoir Uh uh-huh wink wink vitamin d sometimes it's in the nuances of i'm not gonna say what d stands for uh Google Beyonce vitamin D and you'll know she'll tell you but um then you have the shaking that's not so great I got tickled to death sorry um then you have the shaking that's not it's not comfortable it's not exciting it's not fun it's not you know family trips it's not balling out of control in another country it's not you know just all these different things it's 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 rock I say it all the time it's rock good reality it sucks it's uncomfortable it's it hurt it's hurtful it's it's depending on how bad it hurts you it's almost shame have you ever felt so hurt that it's almost it gives you shame to feel so hurt have you have you hey have you ever felt like that i don't want to bring you down this morning but we're just chatting have you ever been through something that's so hurtful that the level of it is just so again rock gut coreful hurtful that it makes you feel ashamed not that you did anything wrong but because it just brought you down that low in your spirit. You know what I'm saying? 
Death does that to me. Like when I'm sitting on the first row, second row, third row, fifth row, whatever, of somebody that I love, you know, somebody that I've grown up with, somebody that is part of my foundation, you understand? That's that type of hurt that's almost shameful because of what it does in the penetration of your heart. Go back five seconds and listen to that again. That's a shaking. Okay, if you don't know what that is, that's a core shaking. That's your you're being shaken to the core. You know, your foundation is being rocked for women that lose their husbands, for children that lose their parents, for parents that lose their children. That's what we call a shaking. That's that uncomfortable one. You know, earlier I mentioned an awkward one. Something's very simple. Uh, you know, arm across the back could have fixed that. That whatever. I said that for IT informational transparency. Okay, there's that. Set that off to the left. Now we're talking about the ones, you know, again, in meters. First, awkward and stupid and childish. Now we're going to the ones that are the biggies. The biggies, you know, like the size at Wendy's. Like they used to have the good fries. The biggie size, okay? These are the big ones. These come through to see what you're going to do. You know, in the reactionary response of it all. When your core is shaking, when you don't know what to do for the men folk, when you get angry and you snap on your wife or you're just snapping at everybody because on the inside, somebody has twisted your heart and squished it like, you know, mashed potatoes and you don't know how to deal, but you have to keep going because you have bills, you have children, you have work, you have this, you have that, 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 that. But what do you do when it's reached inside your chest and grabbed your heart and ate it like a sandwich? And you just have this throbbing empty space. We're talking a little real right now. So if this is too heavy for you, move along to something, you know, twerking a universal podcast or something. This is not that type of moment. Reel it in. Pick your face up. Put your hand on your heart. Know that's where it's coming from. And let's let's take this in. What do you do? You get an understanding in the midst of the tears, in the midst of the confusion, in the midst of the crying, in the midst of the anger, because anger often comes with grief. That's a normal reaction. You don't want to stay there. Don't unpack there. Don't live there. But those are moments. That's a natural reaction to grief, to illness, to death, to shame, to confusion, to turmoil, to discord, to discontentment. I'm a wordsmith and a smith by government. Ah, So those easily flow off my lips, okay? But those are the moments where you say, okay, what are we going to do here? What are you going to do here? Because everybody's gone. The repest has been done. More than likely, what you've eaten at the repest has come out and it's down a pipe tube somewhere. What are you going to do? What are you going to do when a song comes on the radio, you're having a good day, and it's a song that you know that he liked and you just go to pieces? What are you going to do? What are you going to do when something comes on and reminds you of like, you know, something funny that was stated and you just you sit there in silence for a little bit and you fight back the tears? What are you going to do? What are you going to do when, you know, you find yourself saying little things just organically out of your spirit that they would say, but you apply it to your life now because that kind of legacy and transfer has made its way to you? What are you going to do? Are you going to live in that moment? Are you going to be in that moment? Are you going to allow yourself to freely have that moment and take it for the precious moment that it is and let it fuel you and motivate you and encourage you to keep going in this life? Or are you going to let it be something that brings you down and through there? Are you going to let it be something that makes you react in the incorrect way, sometimes volatile and just not right way toward the ones that love you most, that were given to you by the one who loves you most, which is God? What are you going to do? 
Are you going to make it turn you into somebody that's just bitter and, and, and willfully, meaning you make a decision to be stagnant, complacent? What are you going to do? In life, there's going to be a whole lot of shaking going on at any different time, any different interim, any different atrium, any different avenue, any different reason. And with that, you have to realize, are you going to let these moments tear you down? Are you going to let them keep you in a space of not? Are you going to let them keep you in a space of stagnancy, complacency? Are you going to let them, you know, again, here's the, here's the segue, but are you going to let them transpire some nuance of fuel, fire, fervor, passion? Are you going to let it motivate you to motivate somebody else? Are you going to let it, you know, remind you of what was to give you the strength of what it is now into what you can have by letting that moment bless you? What are you going to do? Every day for people that have lost somebody, for anybody that's going through any kind of illness, sickness, despair, financial turmoil, inner turmoil, emotional, spiritual, whatever the case is, we have a decision every day. So just like we always say today is a terrific Tuesday, but that's something I want to pose right now in this question and give you a juxtaposition of this thought here. What are you going to do with it? You know, I, there was a phrase, I uh, quote rather, that I saw in my 10th grade English class, and it has stuck with me for life, okay? It was by a philosopher named Charles Swindle, and it's not like Swindle like the verb, it's S-W-I-N-D-O-L-L, okay? So it's like Swindle, that's how you spell it. And he said, life is 10% what happens to us, and 90% how we react to it. And react might not just mean in that moment when it happens, the react, that react, I got bunny ears, react. That can be years from now. But it's a test to see, what are you going to do? It took us a couple of years to talk about my dad without tearing up. That's that's part, because when, when, can I say something? Because when you have somebody that the Lord has, well, I spoke at his funeral, and to this day, I remember some of what I said, but most of it I was just trying to push through, and I was just speaking from my heart. So however that went is however that went. The ones that were there knew what I said. Um, but just, I mean, literally that was in my mind. I just knew I had to represent cause I knew my mom couldn't do it. So, you know, just what, you know, what do you mean? I'm going to go up there and say something and no, thank you. But you know, I went up there and I did what he said. And he's, you know, whenever he, whenever I tell him about something I want to do and, you know, I tell him about some kind of opposition in my way or, you know, obstacle in the course of, he said, you going with that and you going up there and you staying. And that's what I did. I did it for him. Cause I didn't, I mean, essentially I was like, are you serious? You know, but again, people, you know, unbeknownst to you, people come in your life and they speak over you in your life and you never know. I mean, they kind of know without knowing, but you never know until years down the road what they were telling you, what they were getting you ready for. I always say, I always tell my mom, if somebody would have told me like a decade before that this is exactly how my life would pan out, this is what you would lose, this is what would happen, this was this, and this is going to be that, and that's going to happen, and they're not going to be there, and they're going to be gone, and y'all ain't going to deal with each other no more, and this and this and this, I would have laughed, I would have been like, ha, ha, you're stupid, but it's true, you know, in all of those nuances, all of those spaces, what are you going to do? Are you going to let it kill you? Are you going to let it, you know, fuel you? What are you going to do? 
Sometimes there will be a whole lot of shaking going on. And sometimes in the midst of the whirlwind or the tornado of the goings on and events and occasions and occurrences of your life, you literally have to be that still constant in the midst of everything going on around you. It will look like you're standing up straight in the middle of a twister going around you. That's me most of the time. Because I realize that there's something that is playing a harder game for me. I realize that there is something that is keeping me and it preserves me and it allows to have the patience to do what I do at work. The you know mental fortitude to juggle everybody's schedule, including my own, and logins to boot. It gives me the grace to treat people with common decency, respect, and order. And part of my you know upbringing and foundation gives me that as well. But I've de- gotten to the point where I've hurt so much that I really know how to keep a licking and keep on ticking. It's not always the easiest thing. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not. But for me, I go and I find comfort in what keeps me going and that's prayer. I will get in my prayer closet in that bathroom and I will remind the Lord up on something and I'll tell him, you know, what his word says about me and about this situation. And I'll re- I regurgitate because if you're a believer, faith walker, talker, behavior such as I, you know that he is a God of order, but he's also a God, you know, he's a little, you know. God's a little selfish. You know, he likes to be praised. He likes to be praised up on something. He wants to know you read what his word says. He likes to know that you thank him. He likes to know that you're thankful. He likes to know that you're grateful. He likes to know that you're, you know, you're, you enjoy breathing and living and being alive. He likes that. So even in the midst of those transitions and those segments in our lives that are uncomfortable and they're awkward and they're painful and they're hurtful to the point of shame or, you know, or hurtful to the point of just, it just knocks a pause and you can't, and you just can't breathe. Or you just sit on the couch or in your bed for a while and you just sit there and you look in the space, whatever it is. It is know that those moments and those nuances and those microcosms can grow and they can segue over into being from church bell into triumph mess to messages ministry for misery. I'm a witness. Not only that, I'm a living witness. And I'm glad about that thing. I'm thankful that I have my regular faculties and my mind and my health and my body and, and my strength and that the grief and the loss that comes with losing two people that were me like essentially now because of how strong their influence was in my life, that that didn't make me have a stroke. That that didn't make me just somehow lose it and not stay focused. You know, some people can go into grief, somebody, you lose everything. But somehow he still allowed me to not skip a beat. He allowed me to still continue to go through everything that I've gone through and still go to work every day and still have a great pleasant disposition. And I mean it from my heart. It's not fake. I don't put on. The only thing I put on is my outfit in the morning. You know, that's a blessing. So also you're segueing all these different things. Again, we started with the uncomfortable. We started with the awkward. Then it transitioned into, you know, processing and feeling it and just going through it. And it's not cool and it's hurtful and it's almost shameful. Processing that, segueing into triumphantness, to, you know, being aware that real staying woke, meaning you do the work and you use what you work through to bless somebody else. And also all of that comes with, you know, the good jug of positivity and good energy and a glow about yourself. You know, God will preserve those who love him. And when you diligently hearken to the, you know, to the word of the Lord and the goodness of his might and just everything that is about him, he will bless you in areas that you have not seen yet. Because of that, not because we're so amazing, because that's not the case. I mean, we are a little bit, but <laughs> that's not the point. You know, it, it's because, you know, you took the time to keep it moving. 
You just kept putting one foot in front of the other and you didn't let all that stuff just bog you down to the point of just nothing. You understand what I'm saying? I speak on what I know. Not only that, I speak on what I lived. That's why I tell people, you you, you can't tell my business. Because I really don't have none except the one that I, you know, that I spearhead with this, with the podcast. Because I share, I don't, I tell my business without telling my business, if that makes sense. I'm going to share something that I've lived through. I'm not telling you stuff to make you feel good. I am. But all this is 100% rock gut reality and truthful lessons that I've had to go through. I can't tell, I can't sit here and tell you something that I don't know myself from suffering through it myself, from not feeling it myself, from not working through it myself, from not travailing through it myself, from not going through the winds and the wind falls and the curveballs of the journey myself so when I get on here talking about grief honey I know what that I know I know all about grief station I know all about you know illness avenue I know all about poverty place okay I know all about that but I also know about triumphant circle I know about positivity positivity lane I know about you know gracious street I know about you know not just easy street but I know about you know patience boulevard I know about all these different things and all these different things segue into different things that can make your life better because it's not about money name riches fame it's about God family country faith doing those things that fuel you for the next day to the next day to the next day till you get to the end of your days and we should all hope to you know, get to the end of our days with somebody that loves us around us. We hope to get to the end of our days knowing that what we've done hasn't been in vain because what we've done has impacted somebody else for the future of whatever your last name is. That's the hope. That's the hope. It's not, I don't care if this ever picks up. I'm still, I, if this, if I still get my two, three listeners every day, so those two, three listeners know somebody. And I always say it, somebody knows somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody that can get this where this needs to be. Even if it's still to these same listeners every day, guess what? I've done what I've been commissioned to do. This is how you segue from someone who grew up being bullied, you know, just having an old soul, being picked on for that, understanding and always wanting to be modest and putting a difference in the holy and unholy and how she, because it's the only life that you really have full control of, lives her life and how it segues into lessons that you learn in love, in death, in poverty, in grief, in sickness, not just the ones around you, but your own and progressing through that and still being strengthened and graced enough and patient enough through the Holy Ghost in his spirit dwelling in me to not miss a beat and raise my family. Okay, raise my family, be gainfully employed. I didn't say rich, I said gainfully employed. So let me break down what gainfully means because some people got it twisted. It's not your ideal salary. It's not, you know, just the echelon of where you need to be. It's being somewhere that makes a difference. Hello. Because whether you get paid $13 a second or $13 an hour or $13 million a year, if you are somewhere that makes a difference, then you put your best foot forward in that place that makes a difference, you're gainfully employed. You have an opportunity to do something that lightens up the load for somebody else. You have the opportunity to do something that educates somebody else. You have the opportunity to do something that inspires somebody else. And sometimes you being gainfully employed doesn't have anything to do with employment. It could just be you being your best you to somebody else, inspiring them, making their day. Just different little tips, tools, techniques from what life has shown me. 
And I share them with you every day because it's important for IT, informational transparency. Again, if you get offended, that's your business. But, you know, this is mine. Okay. The one sure anointing and skill and effortless ability that I have is my golden throat, as I always say it, and my tone and my pitch and my grammar structure and how I can break down colloquialisms, you know, status quos and stereotypes with a simple run of the mill episode. See, that's something in the loss of my dad that comforts me because he told he spoke all this over me before he passed. And let me say something. I'm going to say this and it's going to sound a little graphic. And, and I, you know, how some people say I got time today. Technically, I got about five minutes most. Fuck cancel. <gasps> Jen, you said that. Yes, I did. That's how I feel about it. Fuck it. In the eyeball. I'm not a fan of it. Cancer started taking the most important people away from me when I was 12. Okay? I'm not a fan of it. And it's continued to wreak havoc on um, different members of my family, and a lot of them are not here anymore. And they all held a fabric work in who I am today. So fuck it. And, um... Yeah, I ain't a fan of you, cancer. So go blow the big one. That's how I feel about it. So if you mind that mindful ratchet medical minute, I'm just, I just, I've never been a fan of it. That's just, again, this is IT, informational transparency. Correct? Stay with me, class. But, you know, I just, as it's, it's just, that's what it's done. It's come through and you'll see somebody that's vibrant, energetic, you know, wonderful, happy. And then they're just, that when it finishes with them, it's, they're a shadow of their former self essentially because it makes them that tired or it takes that much weight from them or it just takes them down through physically and when you see people transition with that it's just not a good time so that leads me to my final thought right now if there's anything that you can help it you know whether it's in your mind body soul spirit whatever and it's leading you in a path or it's just got you in a state or a mind a mindset that you're just not a fan of it fuck it I want you to do what you can with what you can with what you can today. And I want you to remember everything that I've shared because it comes from the most the most accurate and the realest place I know, which is my heart and my soul. You don't get wisdom through not going through anything. I don't know why people feel like you just, you know, wisdom is just something cute. Don't you wisdom's going to have you go through that, Jack. Okay? Like wisdom is not something frou-frou okay I you learn through the things you suffer so I want to remind and I want to inform and I want to kind of empower y'all this morning not only that you know definitely always empower but just through some real stuff this morning can, you know since we family we can talk and again when I share things it's not to ever hurt harm or offend it's for informational transparency it's like because I'm not just a cute face and I'm not just you know a nice little figure and eh, but I I got a story for you one thing about me and I get it honest because I'm a daddy's child and that's our business. But I'm going to have a story for you. Anything that you've been through, I got a story for it. I got something I can tell you to make you feel better. And if not, I can cook you something good. My mama knows I ain't the right mama. She knows. Okay. Because one thing we're going to do around here. <laughs> we're going to eat. <laughs> and we're going to eat well. Like, whether it's something simple or we just made a grocery run. And I, and I really feel like getting there and getting down on it. Okay. But, of course, you always have your vegetables because that keeps you righteous and regular. Okay. So, anyway. Killingliness is next to godliness is godliness is next to holiness and holiness that without no man will be able to see the Lord, okay? Even in your bowels. So make sure you eat your vegetables and your fruit, okay? And every now and then, get some vitamin D. 
Now, I'm talking about the Beyonce kind and the actual sunlight and your vitamins. Get that because you need that. Those are the things that kind of keep us in the end through here, too. All right, I'm done. I ain't going to hold you. That's it. I ain't got nothing else for you, but I love you. And there's nothing you can do about it. And just like that, that has been the 26th episode. I'm so silly anyway. Of the ninth season of the Just Jazz podcast. Sometimes there will be a whole lot of shaking going on. But I gather and I, I estimate and I do believe and I do believe in you and I do believe in the God for you for it that you're going to do all right. You're going to make the best of this day and you're going to be terrific um, on this terrific Tuesday because not just because I said so, you know, but because you deserve to. OK. All righty. Well, I want you to have a fabulous day today. Terrific Tuesday for everybody that's off of Mardi Gras. Bravo to you. I have a half a day with which I will be. Um, I want to take mom and the kids to go get a bite and just hang out for a little bit. So we're going to do that because they're, you know, we're usually kind of stationary at the house if we don't have work in school. So I kind of want to get them out the house and let them be silly and we snack on something and I bring them back home. But listen, do that. Have a great day. Take this wisdom. Take the nuggets. Like it. Share it. Send it. Whatever. If you need to put it on loop all day, feel free to do that too. And until tomorrow on the 27th. The 27th episode of the ninth season of the Just Jazz podcast, the wonderful Wednesday episode. It's Jen on the mic. Mm-hmm. And I'm out. <laughs>